0: This episode brought to you by NOTA, powered by m and Bank. NOTA is banking built for lawyers and provides smart, no-cost IOTA account management. Visit trustnoda.com legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply.
1: This episode brought to you by Alert Communications. If any law firm is looking for call, intake, or retainer services available 24-7, 365, just call 866-827-5568.
2: Welcome to the AVA Journal Legal Rebels podcast, where we talk to men and women who are remaking the legal profession, changing the way the law is practiced, and setting standards that will guide us into the future.
3: Welcome. I'm your host, Lyle Moran. My guest today is Basha Rubin. She is the co-founder and CEO of Priori. Priori a global legal marketplace that helps connect in-house teams with the right legal providers for their projects. Basha founded the platform in 2013 with her former Yale Law School classmate, Mira Levitt. During this episode, we will discuss Priori's development since its launch and its recent addition of new types of providers to its network. Basha, thanks for joining me.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Lyle. It's a pleasure to be here.
3: Great. Well, Basha, I was hoping you could start off by sharing what prompted you and Mira to create Priori.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So Mira and I graduated from Yale Law School in 2010 in the wake of the financial crisis. And we saw that the legal industry was at a watershed um, where we thought that everything stood to be redefined uh, with technology and with increased pressure on cost and saw an opportunity to build a vertical marketplace that made it more cost efficient and transparent to hire excellent lawyers. Uh, we simultaneously saw the success of other kinds of vertical marketplaces um, in there, in their which are of course very familiar to us today, but then we're in their incipient phases, uh, Airbnb or Uber, and that there was an opportunity to build something hyper-specific in law that no one at that time, had taken advantage of.
3: Basha, how long did it take from coming up with the concept for Priori to actually launching the platform?
0: It took about 12 to 18 months.
3: And, you know, what are some lessons learned from that process that maybe you could share with others who are in that phase now of launching, um, you know, a legal tech product or platform?
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's a great question, Lyle. I think there's a real tension in legal tech between the typical startup ideology of get to MVP as quickly as you can in order to test the market and the fact that in legal tech you are working with a very different kind of consumer, i.e. lawyers. Um, and in order to successfully work with lawyers, uh, you know, your system may need to meet a heightened standard um, of Security or um, uh, and be be have, have all your eyes your your eyes dotted and your T's crossed so to speak, and we really took the approach of making sure we did everything very carefully, which um, was the right was the right decision for us and our product. But I would certainly advise anybody um, who is starting a, a new legal tech company to constantly be exploring that tension between MVP and needing to be buttoned up um, and making sure that you come down on the right side of it.
3: Right. So now what type of services did Priori initially provide to users?
0: So initially we were focused on individuals and small businesses and providing them with a vetted network of attorneys at transparent and often fixed prices.
3: All right. And now I see your website says that you use data and technology to rapidly connect legal departments with the right legal providers. Can you share a little bit about the data side in terms of what that looks like and how you use data to help um, connect clients with um, the providers they're looking for?
0: Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So when attorneys on board to our network, They initially run through a three-stage vetting process that yields about a 10% admissions rate. And that begins with an automated application where we've developed scoring criteria based on the characteristics of the most successful attorneys on our platform. So a lot of that is what you might expect, like where they went to school and where they worked, And then there are other things that uh, we've developed over the years. So proxies for use of technology, business mindedness, responsiveness, all of which we have found to be highly correlated with um, the most successful attorneys on our platform. So our system automatically assigns a score to each application. We progress the top quartile of scorers to a structured face-to-face interview um, via Zoom. And then we do two reference checks, one with an attorney they've worked with professionally, and the second, a client they've served in recent practice. At the end of that, we admit 10% of initial applicants. That's not a target we have in mind. It's just sort of what we've seen over the years. And from there, we collect from attorneys thousands of structured data points about their backgrounds and practices down to the level of the types of agreements they've negotiated with what counterparties, the judges they've appeared in front of, and what kinds of courts to flesh out their profiles. Then when one of our clients um, now, an in-house uh usually a, a member of an in-house team at a, at a growing or large corporation puts in RFP. They too enter structured data points about what, um, what their legal need or legal project is. And then our system matches between attorney characteristics as well as, um, and the RFP that they put in to suggest a list of best fit matches.
3: Interesting. Thanks. Now, Basha, you talked about the type of data That Priori uses to help match um, clients with um, you know attorneys and law firms, and what type of technology is Priori using to help um, make those connections?
0: Yeah, we are. uh, We're built on on Ruby on Rails, um, and we've you know custom built an application that uses uh, you know that that runs on a search algorithm.
3: All right, and how have things? Maybe evolved on that front. I mean, have you used that technology throughout, or um,
0: we have, have you had to
3: make some changes? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the the underlying technology, we've been uh, we've been built on Ruby on Rails since the beginning, but uh, you know, we have the the search algorithm has obviously been developed over time and is constantly iterating.
3: Right now, obviously, there are other platforms out there that help connect in-house teams um, with lawyers in the marketplace, you know, what would you say sets Priori apart from other platforms that might, um, you know, say they do something similar?
0: I I think it depends on how you're how you're looking at the market. I think we really stand alone in terms of what we do and the value proposition that we offer. Uh, in a number of ways. The first is, you know, there there are a lot of staffing firms that offer really incredible services. Um I'm sure you're all familiar with with, with them. Um and they're able to connect in house teams with contract attorneys who are W 2'd for full time coverage. And that is a needed service in the market. But I think that is the. This market is scaling over time. The ability to offer a lot more flexibility is vital, and that's what our mar- that's what our model enables. We are not just working with contract attorneys; we're working with everything from some contract attorneys all the way up to AMLA two hundred firms. And what that means is that in-house teams can really query our platform in order to identify the right kind of fit for whatever the project is. And um, it's just, it's not, it's not sort of a single solution. And so, you know, I think that's the key way in which we're different. You know, uh, there, I, otherwise, you know, I think that when you think more broadly, there are, LPOs, um, other kinds of ALSPs, I, I think that are really attract um, attacking a different kind of addressable market than we are. You know, one of the things I know we'll talk about later, Lyle, but that we've done recently is we've actually invited um ALSPs, LPOs, um, legal tech companies to join the Priori platform as a provider. So that means when in-house team puts in RFP, they can compare um proposals from a lawyer lawyers, law firms, and these kinds of providers to ensure they are getting the uh the best tailored um kind of solution for their needs.
3: Right. Yeah, and that's something I definitely want to explore further. Um just one kind of, you know, other question before we delve more into that, which is, you know, your website talks about like the cost savings and time savings that you um, generate for clients. And I'm wondering, you know, how do you, um, you know, produce those cost and time savings for those who come to your, your platform, um, you know, to find the teams they need for projects?
0: So we, we typically say that we enable in-house teams to save 60% on average versus what they were previously paying for similar services. And that's accomplished in a number of ways. The first is that there's a lot of inertia in terms of legal services spend. And when you we dig in with a lot of our clients, it turns out that there's a, a lot of work going to big law firms. That um, that could be going to uh, smaller providers, but nobody has the the time or wherewithal to identify those smaller providers and move work over to them. Um, and i should say it's not only the time and wherewithal it's also the hassle of the vendor onboarding process which we also streamline by becoming a single vendor through through um, through which all of the attorneys and law firms they work with on priori can be paid so that's one this that's one way in which we reduce cost the second way in which we reduced cost is through a bidding process for work which we find typically reduces stated hourly rates by on an average 25%. And then the third way in which we reduce cost for our clients is that we enable um, we enable law for lawyers and law firms to spend more time doing actual billable work as opposed to managing things like billing and invoicing, which are managed through our platform, and they can pass that cost savings along to their clients. In terms of time savings, uh, you know, the typical way in which in-house teams identify the right outside counsel for projects is fairly analog. They reach out broadly to attorneys they've worked with in the past and friends and colleagues in the profession, often on a one-on-one basis through email or phone and ask for recommendations. They then have to collate those recommendations and reach out on an individual basis to each of them, schedule calls to identify, uh, you know, to to really dig in and see if they're a fit, and then get proposals. And so we take what could be a multi-week process and make it something that can be done in a matter of minutes. We put, once you put in that data-driven RFP form that I mentioned, which typically takes about 10 minutes to complete, you'll get a curated list of attorneys, firms, and Now, ALSPs and legal tech companies, if they're applicable, who could be a fit for your project um, and have been vetted to be a fit for your project, you can, um, you know, you can schedule calls with them through the site and then uh, get apples to apples proposals at the end of it. So our clients say that, you know, for and particularly for work where you're looking for something very specific, you're looking for someone who has previously negotiated with the Port of Louisiana or you're looking for someone who has appeared in front of a certain kind of judge. There is not always not a certain kind of judge, a certain judge. It's not always evident where to get that information. And we make that streamlined and easy.
3: Well, we'll be back after a short break. As the largest
1: legal-only call center in the U.S., Alert Communications helps law firms and legal marketing agencies with new client intake. Alert captures and responds to all leads 24-7, 365 as an extension of your firm in both English and Spanish. Alert uses proven intake methods, customizing responses as needed, which earns the trust of clients and improves client retention. To find out how Alert can help your law office, call 866-827-5568 or visit alertcommunications.com slash LTN.
0: This episode is sponsored by Noda, powered by MIT Bank. You went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Take advantage of Noda, a no-cost IOLTA management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnoda.com slash legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply.
3: Welcome back to my conversation with Basha Rubin, the CEO and co-founder of Priori. One big new development I saw Priori announced recently, and which you referenced earlier, is that Priori has added legal tech and innovative legal services companies to its network. Basha, could you share why you decided to add those providers?
0: We're really excited about it and think it's uh, the the way the future is going. So when in-house teams come to us with a project, they don't come to us with a solution in mind. They come with a need um, and a problem that they need solved. And what we were finding is that some of the time, the problems that they were coming to us with might be best solved by a new law company or a non-traditional legal provider because they were looking at a high volume of fairly rote contracts or something of that nature. And for many of them, um, they some, some hadn't considered alternatives to traditional providers. Um, and so, some who had j- just didn't know where to turn um, and what the right kind of provider was. And so by adding them to the platform, I think we are creating a, you know, a much more connected ecosystem. So that in-house teams can find the right solution in in one place, and you know we're we're agnostic. Um, we're just a platform, so you can no, I shouldn't say just a platform or a platform, and that facilitates a lot. It facilitates the ability to look at a wide range of different kinds of solutions and come to the the best decision. And I think we were increasingly seeing um, throughout the market that more and more of these companies had really unique offerings that uh, we could bring to our clients and continue to add value to them as well.
3: And, you know, I saw you made this announcement amid COVID. Was there anything about, you know, how the pandemic has disrupted the marketplace that, made this um, move make even more sense for Priori?
0: Yeah, you know, I would say that generally, as has been much talked about, um, there's been a a real interest during the pandemic in, I mean, both in companies like ours who offer, um, you know, a more cost effective way of um, scaling your legal team in many cases to all the um, new law companies and ALSPs as well as there was more, you know, a lot of cost pressure in some companies. And so I think as well as as well as simultaneously, I think maybe unrelated to uh, correlated but not caused by the pandemic, um, more maturity in the market generally and between those two things, it seemed like we had a, a real opportunity to seize.
3: Now, can you share, um, you know, which initial legal tech companies and service providers you've added at this time?
0: We can. So we have um, we have three that we we publicly launched with Law Geeks, Quizlex and Factor. And we are in the process of adding quite a number more. Um, and we've been we've been really thrilled by the interest um, from those companies, from uh, from companies in joining the platform.
3: Now, how did you go about deciding on starting with those initial three that you mentioned?
0: We did a, a huge amount of market research um, and talked to a, a range of different kinds of providers and did a a, a long vetting process on the providers that we're working with. Um, we wanted to identify providers who had a, who were, who were providing excellent services and were pretty differentiated from one another, um, who were able to offer a different kind of value to the market. And so that was the th- thought behind that initial group. We are, you know, I we are growing, uh, growing that, that group pretty substantially. I will say that, you know, one of the things that I, I do want to be clear about, because I, I, I think there, um, I, I don't want there to be any confusion. We're not becoming a legal technology marketplace. We're not just onboarding um, legal tech companies. It's really companies who are providing services where you could be looking at a lawyer or law firm, or you could be looking for one of these companies to provide the same service.
3: Yeah, what type of services do you feel like would be a good fit for your marketplace?
0: It's it's everything from, you know, a log geeks who does AI based contract review to companies that are outsourcing legal services to different places, um, using a combination of lawyers and and technology to other kinds of you know automation in, in legal services. And there's so many different companies that are that are that are coming up who are involved in this world. Mm.
3: So, since adding those first three companies, what has the response been like from? you know, in-house teams that use your platform to find providers?
0: It's been really exciting. We got a lot of positive feedback on the initial announcement and we're getting more and more requests through the platform where um, we're surfacing... Uh, one of those, uh, you know, one of those providers alongside traditional legal services. And we've heard from our clients that it's really adding a lot of richness and value to how they're making their decisions.
3: Bosh, as you, I think, mentioned a little bit earlier, but I just want to be sure I was clear about, you see these um, legal tech companies and alternative providers as potentially offering competition to traditional providers. Is that right?
0: I wouldn't put it quite like that. I don't think they're competing with traditional providers, because I don't think it's work that traditional providers want to do or could do cost effectively. And so, but it is looking at, you know, work like a a project that is, would traditionally be understood to go to a legal services provider.
3: I gotcha. Now, will clients use the same RFP process on Priori to gain access to these proposals? They would. Okay, great. And as you mentioned, you're hoping to add additional legal tech companies and service providers. You know, when do you anticipate maybe rolling out some other um, new additions?
0: I would say stay tuned. We are in the process with, uh, with multiple other companies and expect to be adding other companies to the marketplace very shortly.
3: Yeah. And how does, you know, the vetting process, which you described a little bit, how does it differ for these newer providers compared to you know, a law firm or, you know, a group of attorneys.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I talked a lot about that, that initial, my the entire vetting process, um, stages two and three. So the interview and the reference checking would still very much be in play. But the for the first, we're collecting different criteria about legal about ALSPs. and you know, we don't feel like we have enough information at this time. Um, and frankly, they're pretty different from each other, right? Some are traditional ALSPs, others are pure play legal technology companies to be able to do that same kind of data-driven analysis because it was really informed by thousands of engagements running through the site and being able to look at what made an attorney or firm the most successful. So we'll be working on that over time, but uh, gathering data at this point in order to be able to better make that assessment.
3: Right. Now, are there any other planned new developments or new uses of technology at priori that, um, you know, listeners should keep an eye on moving forward?
0: Definitely. I can't quite tell you about it yet, but um, stay tuned. We have a lot coming out um, in October, November timeframe.
3: Great. Well, we'll definitely stay tuned. And Basha, thanks so much for joining me today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this.
3: I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Please be sure to rate and review the Legal Rebels podcast on your favorite podcast listening service. I'm your host, Lyle Moran, signing off.
2: If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalRebels.com, LegalTalkNetwork.com, subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find both the ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or download the free apps from ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes.